0: Welcome to UniBiscuits. This is the podcast where we discover ways to help improve and ease in your daily university experiences. This marks episode 20. Yay, episode 20. And as usual, I'm your host, Samson Paul Jr. So, come on in. Having experienced high levels of anxiety and perfectionism, we found that there are few things that particularly help, and these are the tips that we'd like to pass on to you for this episode, to help you keep cool and collected during the deadline seasons. So we hope you find this useful. So without further ado, welcome. And hey, you really look lovely. Just put on the smile. student of any kind at any level is such an awesome experience with so much to learn and so many exciting opportunities to explore in your life but that being said it can also be incredibly stressful and difficult in finding a balance between your workload your life and also ensuring that there is some time set aside for you just to be yourself in wake of all this it's even more difficult to remember that first and foremost students are human beings and that health and well-being always comes first. This doesn't mean not working hard, it simply means that knowing when to ask for help and finding out what is the best route to take It's all about learning to pace yourself and when to say no if things are getting too much. Now for today's tips, we've grouped them into 4 different blocks. So, for each block, I'll just tell you what the tip is and then of course give a bit of an exploration on each tip just to help you understand deeper how we mean this tip or rather how it can help you. Let's just get into it without further ado. The first one, pace yourself. Create some routine and time blocks. Now, this may seem a glaringly obvious concept. But you'd be surprised by how often myself and, you know, my fellow classmates have ended up spending hours upon hours in the library because it seemed to be the only way to get things done. But that simply isn't true. Just like in a chess game, there is simply no singular route to success and it's all about your own journey. You are getting graded on your own approach as much as you are getting graded on your final assignments. Do bear this in mind. Facing yourself usually means starting relatively early, so then you can work at whatever speed that feels right for you. Personally, I found that using the early weeks to get some research in place is always to my advantage, as then later, when I find myself procrastinating and a little bit nervous, there is material ready for me to fall back on. Also finding the right environment to work is quite essential. That was never the library for me. (laughs) in terms of scheduling it can be useful to have an outline as a guide of what you're going to approach and when but if you're trying to avoid perfectionist tendency and high stress levels i have also found that this doesn't work for obvious reasons you end up overestimating a day's worth of work and then the consequent pressure to be working constantly so instead take one day at a time and you know work in time blocks when i'm stressed I find myself struggling to do some of the simplest things, such as getting enough sleep or eating properly. But without these things, I'm completely unable to concentrate, which means that I'm also again pushing myself even more than I need to. Plus, in doing so, I end up burning myself out far too quickly. Currently, I work in one hour long blocks, sometimes a little longer if necessary. Note that the average attention span is only 20 minutes, according to most psychological studies. So an hour would feel like a good length of time, not too much over, but also not just writing one sentence and calling it a day. In working like this, I found that my body tends to get into some sort of a routine where I simply feel ready to work at particular times. And much calmer if, say, I would try to force myself to keep working hour after hour on a random time. So it's also led to better sleeping hours and meal consumption providing me with the mental preparation every time that I need whenever I'm trying to do any sort of work. Now the second item, edit and check sparingly. Whatever work that you are doing, do your edits and you know check them quite sparingly, don't get so involved. Regarding the perfectionism, something that I feel comes in with the territory of functioning on high levels of stress for long periods of time is limiting how much I'm often checking the information and trying to do edits on the things that I'm working on. And this has actually come in as of huge importance. After all, if I'm going through work and revisiting things time and time again, the only result will always come out as a negative. You know, me beginning to doubt myself when 10 minutes previously, I was perfectly contented with what I'd produced. And in doing so, only stressing myself out even further. It can be vicious so cycle, There's the need for limitation. And in terms of editing, I usually do this twice majorly, after my first complete draft and when doing the final checks and proofreading. Now, when I first started this technique, I was constantly concerned that I would have made spelling or grammar mistakes. It has been extremely liberating overall because it means now that I do not feel the need to check everything so often. Instead, I can be working on producing new content and getting to the word count much more efficiently. Opposed to revisiting things so often that words start to make no sense. You ever looked at a word or gone through an article like 50 times and then the words simply just don't make sense? They don't even seem like English words anymore. So. To avoid that kind of a scenario, this has proven as a very useful tip for me. Again, just like with finding out a schedule and a routine that works out for me, I find that my brain has started to adapt and tends to know when I should check and, you know, when I just want to because there is a massive difference between those two. And having the capability to differentiate between the two has meant developing management skills and my versatility as a computer science student because I can question why I'm thinking that way before actually figuring out the most proactive and comfortable way for me to move forward. Plus, trusting myself to get things right first time is really out of my comfort zone. But I've realized in practicing this that it's not something I'm necessarily completely incapable of doing. Everything do need some sort of revisions, of course. But true perfection does not exist and in this regard, all progress, checked or not, is good progress. And now it's time for our music segment. This is our way of like making you feel a bit positive about yourself or just helping you evaluate the things that we've discussed on the first segment of this podcast. And here is our music segment. In
1: a world where nothing
0: is certain,
1: only music can help you to find the right way. way you should follow today. This way will take you to the best genres of music from from around the world.
0: Third item, this is quite very important so do keep a keen eye on this and try to practice it as much as possible or as frequent as you possibly can. Ask for help when you need it. This is where stress and perfectionism really cling together. Basically when you're feeling wound up and overwhelmed by everything that is currently going on in your life, it's like wearing a pair of blinkers. And suddenly you are blind. You are blind to the fact that other people are most likely also struggling too. And you begin to think yourself far behind, beyond help, and already at the point of failure. When most of the time you worry like this, especially so early, is a sign that you are definitely none of these things. And thus, it can be very difficult to ask for help. This is something that even personally is one of the challenges that I still combat on a regular basis even today. But I do try to remind myself that it's quite better to ask for help sooner rather than later. And in the case that I'm personally anxious about asking for advice, then I make sure that whoever I'm talking to about this, I ensure that I tell them about my status. Besides honesty being the best policy, talking to someone also really helps. And in being open with those with the ability to actually help you, I'm far more likely to make the sort of progress you'd like. It's never too late to ask for help supported by the examples of exemptional or mitigating circumstance, and the fact that we learn best through our own mistakes. Do note that the bravest thing to do is to ask for help as when you need it, whether it's simply asking for extra time or simply needing someone to read over your work to confirm for you that it really isn't just a lot of nonsense. For example, for me, I have found that booking regular tutorials with my tutor makes it much easier to tackle these problems of not knowing when to seek out help Plus, if I'm ever feeling a bit desperate for assistance, like I have been swept overboard, then it's already alright because the support is in place. Plus, my family and friends are so wonderful and quite supportive. They are always there to talk to me, day or night should I need them. So it's never difficult to get in touch with them. Even with academic work, sometimes having their opinion can really set me at ease and you know, quite hopeful. If you practice this, maybe you should try it out. You might find that it's the same case with you finally, our last tip, rest as much as needed. So this is a combination of all the tips that we've discussed today and it addresses your well-being the most. Self-care is so important, particularly in our busy day and age. So be sure to make some time in everything that you do and create some extra time for resting and just being yourself. As I said, my body has gotten into a routine now where things are like a little bit calmer regarding when I work, how long I work for. and how often I resort to checking things. So this is because for everything I get done, I treat myself to some, something quite fun and relaxing. Through this technique, though it might sound a bit silly at first, I have found so much comfort and freedom. This is how it works out. I get an hour of work, and for each hour of work that I do successfully, I get a reward for that. And the reward can be anything, so long as it's fun. And that's one rule. For instance, I can choose to read the next chapter on the novel that I'm currently reading, or practice playing the violin, or I can choose to walk the dog while drinking like a bottle of soda, you know, getting a little bit cheeky. So these things really make my day and make me feel a bit happier than usual. Opposed to stress and worry about the crouching deadlines, I feel those spare minutes when my brain is racing with things that matter to me. Of course, this you might find not being easy at first. But it all comes down to time and practice. But the more you put in, the more you actually get out. If you take one thing from all of this, let it be that you don't get stressed if not all of them works out for you. Remember, these are just tips and they work for me because they are my own. They've come out from my own experience. And me sharing this with you is just to show you a tip. Thank you for listening to this episode if you got to this end we really do appreciate your support kindly do remember to share this with your friends or anyone else whom you know who would love this type of context. and just generally it would be of great help if you shared this with all your friends so then at least by the end of the day so many people get to learn about these items that you're tackling especially for this series this is very very important for these podcasts And once everyone gets to understand and gets the picture of this, we do believe that, you know, the campus setup would be much, much more inclusive. And just imagine if all the, every every member of our current generation gets to, you know, understand this and be open to new cultures and, you know, the differential aspect of humanity. Think about our next generation and, you know, what impact will it have and how better will the world be? So, it takes small steps like you sharing this with your friend. Just that tiny aspect of it. And by doing that, I wish you knew how much support you're actually giving the podcast. So, please do share this with your friends. Just share it with them. Maybe they like it. They don't necessarily need to tell you that they like podcasts. Just share it with them. Maybe they like it at the end of the day. So, thank you for your support. And hey... As always, you are doing good, so keep doing that.